0: think I'm crazy, but I know I am, losing your patience, I already have, don't try to change me, I'm just the way
1: I am, don't try to save me, cause I can't be saved. You're listening to the Thought We Had Chemistry podcast. Thought We Had Chemistry is a new podcast where we explore the weird, crazy, and just plain is this shit real dating requirements that I have heard as a professional matchmaker. I'm your host, Jasmine Diaz. I've spent almost two decades helping singles. And let me tell you guys, (laughs) the stories that I've heard, oh, they are something else. Each episode, we dive deep into a new dating story and debate whether someone's dating standards are too high or if it's just plain insanity. Today, Fayuna Solomon, founder of The Dating Truth, joins me as guest co-host to discuss another wild requirement. I only date people who date within their race is this data on point or are they crazy? Let us know your thoughts in the poll linked in the description. I'm ready for this one. I hope you are. Today's topic is very interesting to me because I've heard this dating requirement from both men and women. As many of you know, I've been a matchmaker for almost two decades. So when I hear people say, They only want to date within the race. That's not abnormal. In fact, I'd say that's a normal Tuesday. But a few weeks ago, someone reached out to me about matchmaking. I didn't think that I was the ideal matchmaker for them. So I referred or at least offered to refer them to a colleague. Well, the response I got back was really interesting to say the least. This person said they only wanted the referral if, quote, they have a pool of African-American men who date African-American women only. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. This was odd to me <laughs> because it was the first time someone only wanted to date someone who dated within their race exclusively. Obviously, I can't control who someone's dates or who they date or how often they date them or what their history is of their dating habits. All those things are out of my control, right? That would take a long time to find in addition to that. And as a matchmaker, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to be asking people if they've dated exclusively in or outside of their race as a measurement for determining if they're a good fit for a client. I just don't have that kind of time. Sorry, guys. Hate to break it to you. I just don't. So today... We're talking about whether this dating requirement is ridiculous or not, and I could not think of anyone better to join me in this discussion than Fayuna Solomon, the founder of The Dating Truth. Welcome to the show, Fayuna. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for
0: having me. I'm excited
1: to be here. Of course. I'm I'm excited to have you, Um, but before we jump into the conversation, I want to ask you, are you on the market? Because I know you have been (laughs) dating...
0: I doing am. Things. I, uh, it it has been the Lord's will to have me on the market. So, yes. <laughs> I am.
1: <laughs> the I, Lord's will out here is doing interesting. God's work, you know. <laughs> I like that. So, what I love about you is that you like as a dater, you're indiscriminate, right? You have dated all types of men, various walks of life and all of that. Have you ever come across someone who felt the same way? Like maybe they only dated within their race?
0: I I have. I've actually come across um, people on on sort of both sides of the coin, so to speak. So it's really interesting that you asked me um, to be on today's topic, and I didn't know the topic ahead of time. Um, but I think I've had experience on both sides in that I've dated Black men who've only dated Black women. I've dated white men who've only dated black women. I've dated Mm -hmm. black men who've only dated outside of their race, except when they were dating me. So I've come across, you know, a lot of variety of this.
1: Yeah. So that's interesting. Cause so going back to what I said before, is that like, as a matchmaker, it's not abnormal to hear people say this, right. Mm -hmm. To go, you know, and I only date this or only date that, that is the norm. But, um, I think what's Also interesting is that recently I've been having these conversations with people on YouTube and other places about race loyalty. And those Mm -hmm. who can't see me, I'm quoting race (laughs) loyalty specifically within um, the black community. So as an expert, um, do you find yourself, you know, talking about this in The Dating Truth? Because I know there's an array of topics that you cover um, on the website, but do you find yourself navigating this conversation? You know, we,
0: we haven't touched on it yet, but I do think it is going to be something that becomes more in the forefront. And I love the term race loyalty. It's one of those phrases that, you know, you only hear in the expert space, but I feel will be adopted because the idea of dating within your race is aligned with loyalty instead of you know bias or um, you know any any negative uh, connotation around why you feel more comfortable doing that. And as you mentioned, I've dated a lot of people, a lot of men from different backgrounds, but I would consider myself race loyal now which I was not when I was younger, but it became more important to me, specifically, um, you know, after George Floyd and the attention to Black Lives Matter, I think I did become a race loyalist after those events. And, you know, just thinking about that phrase, what it means to me is that I have the option to X, Y, Z, and I don't specifically have a preference, but I'm culturally aligning myself with something that I think is important. And so I am, I am a loyalist in that regard.
1: Understood. It's, it's, you touched on something that was really interesting and and something I was going to bring up, which is that it's not abnormal in other cultures to have this idea, this concept. So the question of, you know, I only want to date, date someone within my race, who dates also within their race. Uh, is not strange, but when it comes to dating, it, it may not mes- manifest. Right? It may be acceptable for you to date outside of your race, but within the the idea of marriage, it's expected that you marry within your race. Like, for example, Indian culture, this is prevalent. Asian culture, of course, there's many other cultures that have this idea. So, do you feel like this person is off base with making this an requirement specifically?
0: I think I think it's challenging. It, as an individual, I have been with Black men who have never dated Black women before. Now that yeah. seems like so outrageous. That seems like I, th- a rare thing. There's like thing, a whole thing we right? could talk but about it, but about that. <laughs> it's a, but it's actually not that uncommon. And so to me, I feel like, you know, it's I don't know. I take it as a responsibility to make myself available for men who felt like they didn't have access to the type of Black women they wanted to date. And to me, that was the most common factor. You know, this, we get very confused when we keep up the narrative that men are hunters as if they're like going far and wide. They literally go as far as their couch. Like, They're not (laughs) hunting, you know, they're not on the hunt and or on the search. So if you're not within a one mile radius, like they're like, you're going to, you're going to miss them and they're going to miss you. You are missing them completely. (laughs) Yes. So, so, I mean, getting in the peripheral of these men and them being like, you're someone I've always wanted to date, but never had the opportunity or access to date now i'm willing to date you so am i going to you know in the back of my mind say okay you fashioned this life where you never had access and so you just didn't because maybe you're lazy or you know it wasn't intentional or or whatever and i understand that perspective right somebody who's not intentional enough to pursue the thing they actually want it can say a lot about a character but is that
1: the reasoning behind it makes sense. You know, this reminds me of a conversation I had with a friend of mine. Um she uh and I work in casting from time to time and she has, you know, a lot of really great like black single friends. And she said to me that a conversation that she had with him was about how he didn't feel like he had access uh to a lot of black professional women that he would want to date. He's not exclude, you know, excluding them, um, or does not want to date them, but he just doesn't run across them in his day-to-day life. And so she said to me, that is so bizarre. Like, I can't actually believe that to be true, but I think people don't realize that not everyone grows up around black people. Like we don't always have access to other people who are like us. So then we date, you know, according to what's available in close proximity, like you said, they're not out here <laughs> going beyond their couch. They're kind of like dating within this bubble. So it's not that that strange, right? To have, right. have a person like that. So part of me understands this requirement. Like I understand that, you know, as being a black person, you know, we have unique experiences, right? The experiences that we have, our language right. in itself, the culture. And so wanting to have a partner who understands that without explanation, I get. But I also feel like in the case of this woman, I, I don't know exactly what her thoughts were, but I can kind of say, like with other people I've spoken to about this topic, the feeling is though, like as a black person, um, you know, being with a, a black man who only dates black women. Kind of makes you feel like, well, they value me. They value us. They value like what I'm about and all of that. But the downside I feel is that there's also a segment of people who believe that because you date outside your race, that means something about you negatively. Have you ever been on the receiving end as someone who has dated multiple people um, where the perception was, oh, Fayuna, she don't like black people because she dates, (laughs) you know, Outside of her race, sometimes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, well, one, I, I obviously wouldn't qualify for that person <laughs> because I have dated other people yes. outside of my race. Um, and also the the connotation or, or just the negative association comes down to money, and it, and it's this idea that. You're dating somebody that's not black because you want to date somebody that has a lot of money or you want to experience something that maybe the average black man would not have access to. And so there is a lot of, uh, not a lot, but there are hints of resentment of that with men that I've dated and men that I've met because in some instances, you know, they're just, they're never gonna catch up. If you're dating a trust fund, kid and you know you meet the average black man there's a huge societal gap there's a huge experience gap there are things that you know are never gonna align in that way but you know as a woman I feel like that is our our privilege to have access to a lot of things that maybe our counterparts men our age would never experience um and and that's just a part of yeah. life. So you know if a man is dating, let's say, an older woman and he has the opportunity to have these experiences, to go to dinner, to travel, or or whatever, you know, some people might associate that with, well, you're trying to quote unquote level up. And, you know, unfortunately for black people, whenever you do date out of your race, that's the first association is that, oh, something about that is leveling up. Yeah. You're trying to be like get one right. step ahead. Of everyone else. And that's not, that's not true.
1: Yeah, that is not true. Um, one of the conversations I had, um, earlier today, actually in responding to someone in my comment section was actually about that is like this idea that, okay, well, you know, as, as black women, if we decide to date outside of our race, that means we're bossing up in some kind of way. And I always find that interesting. Like, why is that the perception Um, it's kind of the same, uh, idea that maybe proximity is the issue. Maybe we don't have access to other people who look like us. And so we date outside of our race or maybe our experiences with dating within our race make it so that we want to, you know, try other things. So it's really interesting that this is a requirement for some people, but it's even more interesting um, that people are becoming more comfortable saying that this is what they want. Because I almost feel like a couple years ago, it would be like, what? You only prefer this? And and like there just would be questions about it. But now I think that, um, you know, with the movement, we're more comfortable walking in our Blackness, which is an awesome yeah. thing to see. So, um, So in terms of like potential candidates, have you ever... Rejected someone based on race yourself, or maybe seen somebody in your circle who has done so? I've never
0: rejected anyone based on race, but going back to that specific preference, I have rejected people who I found only dated a certain type of person. You know, if I, there are Black men that I've dated that have never dated a Black woman, but If they, for whatever reason, say they have, and it's a specific type of black woman, then there's a there's a red flag for me because it's like you know you can go outside of your preferences, of course, but you only have a a certain range where it's like, all right, now what about me do you find interesting? Because I'm no way aligned with anybody you've chosen in the past, (laughs) and so I have sort of disqualified people or just found myself not compatible with people who specifically think that way because I don't, I don't think that way. Um, and, and you, you know, like in this space, the professional side is that you don't want to get in your own way when it comes to love. Yeah. That's like, you just don't. So you go to a professional you work with in that space because you're trying to get out of your own way. And so, you know, even as a person that's also dating, you always want to be aware of, I clearly don't know what's best for me because I'm still single. So let me try something a little bit different <laughs> or let me, let me not be so specific. Right. Well, I mean, you would hope. Yeah. You would that, hope, that's, right.
1: That's the <laughs> so, cause a lot of people are like oblivious <laughs> yeah. to their you know stuff. You know what right? it's like
0: Jasmine, honestly. And I just thought of this, um, even though I love analogies, it's kind of like being allergic to grilled cheese but loving grilled cheese and just trying to find the place that serves the best grilled cheese. It's like, you can't improve on <laughs> the grilled cheese if the grilled cheese is not for you. And that's when people are like, well, right. this is my type. And it's like, well, if it's never worked out, that means it's not your type.
1: It's <laughs> so not this, your type. So this, Th- please say that again. Find, Thank you. Like, the better version
0: or a different version of the same thing that makes you sick is not going to change the fact that it makes
1: you sick. it's not going to change that damn <laughs> that makes me feel bad that actually made me think of how i hate tomatoes <laughs> but i love tomato soup Please, I'll do it. <laughs> it's like you know mm-hmm. trying to find the right mm-hmm. one right you know i i totally get that i get that but i definitely think this is this is something that um a lot of people are starting to think about more so as they evaluate what options are out there But trying to find like the right person sometimes means having to look in a different pool. And if you choose not to look within another pool, do you feel like that's reducing your options? Or maybe people should go about it a different way.
0: I think think it reduces your options for what we believe is possible, right? Because you know that we're all messed up with this narrative. Like what we think dating is, what we think like single people don't know, we don't, we're not relationship people, like we we don't have, you know, that same context. And so when you're dating, of course, you want certain things to be in place. And there are certain checklists that you might adhere to. But when you're looking for a life partner, and you're looking for love, and you want to be loved, I mean, all those other superficial things, or tangential things, they kind of go out, The window, you know, you have to be a little bit more practical, and then as you get older, you want somebody that's also evolved, and so that's when you have to ask yourself: Is this person willing to grow with me? And what do I know about their dating journey that says yes, they're willing to grow, or no, they're willing—they're not willing to grow. And I think you know, of course, people have different histories of, of whatever else, but it just boils down to. Do you really know why they made those decisions? I mean, I would not yeah, want Yeah, anyone- You really don't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want anyone to judge me on my dating history. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I just want the slate wiped clean. Like, so I feel that if somebody's saying, "Okay, you're willing to grow with me and you're willing to take this next step with me," you work with experts to help you get to that point, and yeah. then you you check in with yourself to see if there's chemistry there and to see if there's attraction there. And I yeah. just think, you know, we we as experts, we know that, but that's not like the larger narrative.
1: That's not the, the general conversation. Absolutely true. Do you find yourself navigating around certain topics on the dating truth? Like, are there some like tried and true things that maybe even people are searching for topics they are trying to explore more about as they you know, go through the journey. Cause you know, for those who don't know about Fayuna, she is an OG (laughs) in dating. (laughs) She's been around for a long time. Uh, Um, and so I'm sure, you know, people are actively searching for new things, new ways to approach love.
0: Oh, of course. But you know, and again, just being in this space as experts, we know the advice has not changed. Like it's amazing I've been able to find topics this long because it's like <laughs> that is true. There's nothing new, there's nothing new to say. Like it's like, we, yeah. like it's already been said. But I but I think what keeps people interested um, in content and keep looking and they keep searching and coming across us for content and why we can make content a little bit more accessible is because the conversation has broadened you know, yeah. men are from Mars, women are from, Venus, are from Venus is not about black love. So mm-hmm. we got to take all of these things that we've known forever and now yeah. translate them for different groups of people. And I, and that has been the part of our conversation with The Dating Truth where we've been able to um, find new ways to maintain our relevance and, and to build up content. It's because Nothing new is to be said, but now we're saying it to so many different people in so many different situations that it creates opportunities to um, kind of create a a new voice and a new tone. But you know that the core ways to find love, fall in love, and stay in love have not changed.
1: Yeah, that's very true. I think the other part of um, this topic about like dating outside your race, that's often... Um, lost on people is what you lose from, you know, dating outside of your race and I don't think a lot of people consider what you also gain too by connecting with new people and and exploring new cultures and maybe you do still circle back within your race but you take what you've picked up on by connecting with other races um, and you just add it to you know the new experience that you're having as well. So, uh, do you feel like you have learned anything about dating outside of your race as you've journeyed? I I do. I mean, I've dated,
0: especially dating different cultures. Um, you know, whether they're Persian culture or South Asian, I, I have learned a lot about it. But you know, it, it's also because we live in a different world, and if you stay in your neighborhood and you stay where you grew up and you work in the same job for 15 years. None of these things are of interest to you. But if you happen to leave the country for an internship or you go to college in a different area or you take a job or you move, then now the world doesn't look like it looked when you grew up. And, yeah. you, know, and you know this as well, especially just being from the, you know, just, just having the clients that you have culture plays a huge role. And I'm Caribbean, I'm West Indian. And what I have in common with somebody that is African, or depending on what part of Africa they come from, it's very, very different cultures. And if somebody is Afro Latino, or if they're, you know, African American, it's two different cultures. And so it's not just saying I want to date a black person who dates black people. It's like, you have to sort of then start to distill down, okay, what type of culture are you more yes. al- aligned with? And and that's a and that's a whole different dynamic as well.
1: That's a whole nother like thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I mean that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, every episode, we break down these dating requirements with some stats, which I know you are here for, because you are (laughs) the stats queen. (laughs) And so I took a look at the dating and marriage habits of singles in the U.S., and um, I came across a couple studies, and um, I'm sure you're probably more well-versed in these studies than (laughs) I am. Um, But in 2018, uh, Tinder published a survey for people who date online, and specifically on Tinder. Uh, were said that such services make them more open-minded about dating someone outside their race or ethnicity. Almost 80% of people surveyed who used Tinder said they have been on a date with someone of a different race or ethnicity. Uh, of people who used any dating app, 61% said that they were open to interracial da- uh, dating or marriage, but actions speak louder than words because according to Pew, of new marriages are interracial couples, which means roughly 80%, 83% or so, Mm -hmm. take a few, um, date within their race. So how outrageous is this dating requirement statistically, do you think?
0: (laughs) And and what you'll find if you even distill that 17% down further is that Asian women are the largest group most likely to date outside of their race followed by Latina, and then followed by Black. So even though, and, and, and that's not saying Black men and women or you know, Asian men or Asian women. It's saying that of all groups, though, those are the groups. So by the, so you have yeah. a group of Asian women, a group of Latina women, and then you know, a group of Black men. And those are the top three that are the most likely to date outside of their race which is interesting, right? Because then the white people are like, it's like, well, did we count them or are we are not counting? Them? <laughs> like, we don't count them. Because, because the majority of, if you are non-white, of who you're marrying is white. There is no mm. gross population of black people marrying Asian people or Latina marrying Asian people or, you know, any combination of the such. The majority yeah. of their partners tend to be white but when labeled as "quote unquote" interracial daters, they're like, "Oh no, not white people." <laughs> mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all too, okay, <laughs> right? So, I so I think you know that's where we sort of lose our our reality and our our context because we're looking at the facts, but then we're having conversations around totally other. Subjects, right? We don't talk about the white people that prefer not to date white people.
1: Yeah, which accounts
0: for almost fifty percent of every interracial relationship. So, you know, I, I think there's just, you know, we're we're here as experts to try to bridge those gaps, and you know, I'm sure you brought this into the world to educate people on there is a huge reality between what you experience in the context and the facts around dating and
1: relationships. Yes, indeed. So do you have any advice for someone who actually wants to tiptoe into dating interracially um any any parting thoughts that you could give somebody who wants to give it a try maybe they haven't um explored dating outside their race before?
0: Um, my advice is to find the most attractive one. It's like, no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, it's you know. My advice is to is to do the things that you enjoy doing. And I know, as a black woman, there's a lot of things that I enjoy that take me into spaces where I'm still shockingly the only black woman in yeah. those spaces. So. I feel like don't be afraid to just embrace and do the things that you enjoy. Um, Even if you start out virtually, you can do them. If you don't want to go physically somewhere by yourself, Um, I think there's a lot of ways, especially now post pandemic, that you can engage in activities that you enjoy from the comfort of your home and and meet people from different backgrounds. Whether it's on Twitch, whether it's on
1: Clubhouse,
0: whether it's on you know a virtual event on Eventbrite, you can find
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, In terms of advice, because this is kind of like the part where we try to give advice to people (laughs) uh, and be a resource, not just conversation. Um, You touched on something that I think is really, really great and that people should understand is the differences, even within our race, right? If you do decide to date within your race, understand that there is going to be a level of education even within that right? Because we are all culturally different as people. So you do have to find your way. So if you're looking for a partner who is, you know, racially the same, then you um, should obviously consider the broader things, which are, you know, do we share the same values? Do we have the same goals? Are we looking for the same things? Because yeah, race loyalty is great and all, but if we're not going in the same direction or want the same things out of life, it really doesn't matter and so that we, we have to continue to be mindful about that. Um, that piece, as we journey in relationships, it's not just about trying to find another black man. You know, It's about, mm-hmm. does this person want the same things? Do, do they want a family? Do they want a long-term relationship? Are, are we compatible in other ways? And I think that that is the conversation that gets lost sometimes with people who are searching. It's like, oh, there's another black man. I like him, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) there needs to be more than that um and so yeah so i definitely think that that's something people need to consider if you're listening um and this is something that you want please consider the the totality the full picture of the person not just race and ethnicity so fayuna parting question for you okay thank you so much for being here by the way absolutely my pleasure does this dating requirement makes sense or is this dater crazy as fuck
0: um i would have to go with the latter because <laughs> i just feel like you don't you you know what it's like jasmine it's like asking somebody how many people they've slept with like what, like, <laughs> I, like i'm sorry it's just you didn't know them then it it's not your That's business very
1: good that's a very good at I you yes, I'm with you.
0: <laughs> it's none of your business. You didn't know them. And that's and just leave it at that.
1: Yeah. You know, before before we started this conversation, I kind of was very solid on my opinion. Because <laughs> what I love about this show in particular is like we really like discuss it. Like mm-hmm. is this real? And I started off thinking like I was on the fence, like, okay, you know maybe this makes a little bit of sense but as we talk about it more you are right it is like you know talking about who you slept with like why does it even matter who I was with before as long as I'm with you now that that, that's what matters most so I agree I I I don't know if anybody else agrees (laughs) who's listening but I agree with you you actually changed my mind I will say so you changed my mind on that because I kind of thought you know what I kind of get it I kind of understand her but thank you for opening my eyes you are like you know a window to a new way of thinking I love So it. I appreciate that. Well, thank you it. so much, Fayuna, for being here. You're like you an awesome person, <laughs> fresh air. I love talking to you every single time we do this. Oh same. And um, how can people find you? How are, are they able to connect so with you? They
0: can connect with me anywhere on the internet, on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, on our website, thedatingtruth.com. So so we're everywhere. YouTube just backslash the dating truth. You'll find us.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Well, I feel like this uh, question is really up to you listeners. If you agree or disagree, I dropped a link to a poll in the description and we'll definitely talk about it next episode and see if this data is winning because maybe Fayuna and I have the wrong idea. Maybe you guys think that this dater is spot on and we're just losing our minds, but catch us next week for another episode of thought we had chemistry, where we unpack another dater's high standards. I'm by myself, but never alone. I got my friends when
0: I'm on my own calling us friends, calling us friends, calling us friends.